Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network and another edition of This Week in Carding. It is episode uh, number 13, August the 27th, 2019, the uh, 2019 season steamrolling on uh, as we uh, are just what, a couple days away from Labor Day. We go into the September events and we start talking about those big finales that wrap up uh, the calendar each and every year. Uh, my name's Rob Howden, joined as always by David Cole. Say hello, Big David. What's going on, guys? <laughs> uh, again, the uh, This Week in Carding podcast, really bringing all of our listeners the news that's made its way to the EKN homepage. Uh, perfect for listening on the way to work, on the way home, whatever it may be. Essentially, we're taking a summary of everything that happens on the website that David puts on the website and gets out on our social media channels, putting it in the podcast form. Great to listen on the EKN Radio Network app. Uh, obviously, the first time we do it, and then eventually we'll, it'll get turned into a podcast. Uh, today's episode of This Week in Karting is presented by the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. If you want to improve your results, it's time for professional instruction and coaching at the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. Located at the state-of-the-art Speed Sports Racing Park just north of Houston, the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy offers custom coaching programs for newcomers and experienced racers alike. Train with a champion with over 30 years of racing experience to get proven results. Get ready for the big races by training with the best. Reserve your dates now by calling 866-607-RACE. That's 866-607-7223. All right, David, last uh, episode, uh, not quite a month ago, so we're getting a little bit better. Uh, very first of August was episode 12. Talking about the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy before we jump into the first bit of news here on This Week in Karting. You're a couple of days away from the Rock Island Grand Prix where Alan Rudolph has been quite successful, actually. He has uh, five King of the Streets victories. Uh, the, well, four at Rock Island. The first one actually coming at Quincy Grand yep. Prix. So so technically five King of the Street wins, four at Rock Island. But he's also, I believe, uh, won a couple other divisions there as well. Uh, and it was funny. We did the, uh, the Rock Island Grand Prix, 25 years of history. Uh, or an article and, and he asked him when was first year. I asked everybody who, who we had quote in the story and I asked him what his first year was. He said, I have no idea. You'll have to ask Rob Howden. And I went back, (laughs) I went back and I looked at the race winners and he was the first 125 shifter winner there in 1994. So wow, he was there at the, at the first ever rock Island grand prix. And won the shifter class. That's awesome. All right, let's jump into things here, David. We got a bu- we have a bunch. One, two, three, three full pages. No, yeah, almost into the fourth page on news before we wrap up what's going on at EKN. There's a ton going on. Uh, let's get underway, uh, starting with WKA. Yeah, WKA is uh, just rec- this this week uh, announced a format change for the 2020 season regarding the Manufacturers Cup Series. Uh, they have. We'll first start with format. They are uh, are going down from six races to four races in 2020. Uh, they're going to which we've been asking for. Which we we've, right? we've been asking. I was asking for as a trustee, and now that I'm gone, yeah. they've decided to do that. Uh, <laughs> so so again, because it, it has that whole less is more mentality, and I think they're really going to be successful at this because, of course, we start out with the Daytona Cart Week in in December. So the 2019 event will begin the 2020 season. Uh, and then they'll go to three more races after that. So you only have three more races to add to your calendar to be able to make a full WK Manufacturers Cup Series program. And I think that's more that's more possible than a, than a six 
event calendar, uh, yeah, as we've easy. talked about many, many times in this, on this podcast. And uh, April 17th, 18th, 19th, they've locked the date in already for the uh, WK Karting Challenge going back to Charlotte again, correct? Yeah, that's and that's going to be huge. It's moving from June to April, which will move it towards the beginning of the season again. When I say beginning of the season, I'm talking summer season, because as we know, everybody spends three months in Florida before that. Uh, so or California or Arizona in the warmer states. So so it's a great uh, it's a great way to start out because, again, the, the, the Charlotte Motor Speedway WKA Karting Challenge, it's it's a trifecta, just like Daytona with the road race manufacturers cup and dirt. They're going to do the same thing again in April with the road race manufacturers cup and dirt all at Charlotte motor speedway. So I think for an organization to get these two events up off the ground to begin the every year, I think it's going to be huge for them. Yeah. We, I mean, we both like the move to, to down to four. Uh, you know, they obviously had some challenges the first race at Charlotte. Hopefully they'll be able to make some adjustments there to address the concerns of, of uh, racers and parents. Uh, also making the move, David, uh, in terms of class structure as well. Uh, WK Manufacturers Cup will be adding Vortex Rock classes to the program, including the Rock Shifter category. Not sure, no confirmation at David, though, uh, if they're going to drop any classes, what's going to happen because they're changing the actual weekend format as well. So it'd be interesting whether or not they drop a couple classes. Yeah, the, the addition of, of the Rock Engine classes is going to be interesting to see because they could, you know, in a sense, run two categories at the same time. It could be IAMI Senior and, and Rock Senior all at the same time, or they could do combined classes uh, for Senior and Junior. Uh, or even mini and micro there, there's, there's endless of different opportunities and, and, and ways they could go about doing this. It's, it's just, we're kind of in a wait and see kind of yeah. pattern to, to see how exactly they're going to unveil it. <coughs> Excuse me. And as you said, the format changes everything. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it lay it out? Yeah. Going, going to, I was going to let you talk about it, but I'll talk about it. <laughs> Going to the uh, the Friday Friday practice and qualifying, and then and then basically only having one main event per class for the weekend. Uh, yeah. You know, it's similar to what Florida Winter Tour does, similar to what Rockfest programs are, similar to what we see at the Super Nationals, and and basically what we see in FIA karting as well too, because all of those programs they have one final per per weekend. And I think that's what they're kind of basing this off of. Yeah. So fr uh, Friday practice and qualifying Saturday, a full day of heats Sunday, the heat races to set up for the pre-final. And of course the pre-final then setting the grid for the final on Sunday. So one winner in every class at the end of the, at the end of the weekend, which uh, you know, you and I like in terms of coming in and realizing there's one winner, in each category leaving. We understand the double main events because you have a rough day on Saturday, you come back on Sunday, you press the reset button and you come back and people like that as well. So uh, again, that's what WK is doing. Some pretty major changes to the manufacturers, cut, cutting races, adding classes and changing the weekend, uh, the weekend uh, format as well. Plus a, a, a movement of the race date uh, for Charlotte Motor Speedway and the WK Karting Challenge. So lots going on with WK. We'll wait, of course, as you said, Dave, we're in that kind of wait and see in terms of class structure. And as well as the other two dates, those uh, dates and locations still TBA for the final two races on the four race schedule. Uh, but yeah, a lot of changes for WKA. Uh, you and I are both looking forward, David, to the end of the season. Uh, I, I'm in the middle of a long run right now. I go to I, you go to Rock Island, I go to Portland for IndyCar and Road Dandy. I get one weekend off, then Texas Pro Car Challenge, 
then Road to Indy finale at Monterey, then Streets of Lancaster, then you and I back on track, bring in the suits, bring in the helmets, Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals. We want to see 250 entries there. And they made an addition, Dave, bringing in CIK Senior Heavy uh, into the program for the third edition of the race. Yeah, the category is uh, in between the, what the master's weight is and what the senior CIK weight is uh, at 360. So this one's going to be at 375. Um, they're looking to add the, you know, they they want to cap the the every class to 40 drivers. Yeah. And I think that's what uh, kind of provided this uh, this class to come in because last year we saw the CIK class, I believe, go over 40. So well, those who, who don't make it, who aren't signed up, and again, registration opens up August 30th. Those who aren't signed up need have the opportunity to sign up for a, a heavy class. Yeah, and if you're trying to go double duty too, right? Even for like a guy running masters, you could run math. Like if you can't make the 360, you could run the, the the heavy class as well. If you want, if you wanted to do two classes. Yeah, if you can't make the masters weight, which I'm almost tempted to not, to not do because it's 390 pounds, to just run CIK senior heavy at 375 and only have to add five or ten pounds. So. Um, yeah, there's, it gives plenty of opportunity or options for, for drivers of all sizes and all ages. And I think that's, that's kind of the main concern of Greg Jasperson and the, and the cup carts North America program, because as you said, they also want to get that 250 mark. And so adding yeah. this category helps, uh, entice people to, as you said, either at, enter multiple classes or just at least gives people the opportunity of, of picking and choosing which category they want to focus on. Massive race for four cycle competition, Briggs 206. That's October the, I think, 4th to the 6th, right, Dave? Is that what it is? Yeah, October 456 or 56? October 456. Yep. 456. Uh, David Cole and I are very excited to be part of that one. We're going to go down and do some racing. David's going to be on a CRG. You and Jeffrey from CRG Nordam already dropping the smack talk on me. Oh, yeah. Um, Hashtag beat Rob. A lot. And I'll be on the uh, kind of PSL supported Ricardo with Mark Steele. Looking forward yeah, to they're bringing. Well. Are gonna you going to be fun. at the big hauler too? So you're going to have all everything. Oh, oh man, that would be that. You're going to be, cool. be roughing it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough day for me. Uh, it's going to be fun. A lot of fun. Uh, continuing on with great news here. A lot of stuff coming down the pipe on this week in karting. Our 13th episode of the show. Super Nationals 23 for Supercarts USA. Always the big last race of the year that uh, that we love to go to. Just a festival of racing. Scusa Super Nationals 23, David releasing the weekend or the week long schedule, uh, bringing out the morning groups, the afternoon groups, talking about practice and qualifying, and a little bit of a wrinkle as well for qualifying for this particular edition of the race. Yeah, their focus on the release was about the format change regarding practice and qualifying. They're, this year, uh, they're going down to six rounds of practice. So they eliminated one round from the previous uh, years that we've been doing this. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday format. Yep. Um, so now the qualifying sessions are going to be 12 minutes long. So it's an extended period of time. Uh, and then they're adding a qualifying two session for the headline categories being pro one, pro two, X30 senior and KZ. So these guys are going to get a qualifying two session. Uh, new, They'll have to add a new set of tires on and they have 25 minute hot pit. Yeah, so and it's essentially the top ten in Pro One, top ten in Pro Two, and top twenty in X thirty senior and KZ. Essentially, you bring them in, you scrap your times from before, you reset. Uh, everybody gets reset. You get fresh set. You put a fresh set of rubber on, 
and you go after your best times mm-hmm. at that point. And there's going to be there is going to be cash prices, I think, up for poll, right? Yeah, we're still waiting to hear that. They 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 said uh, the awards are going to be announced at a later time. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how this unfolds and 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 you know, kind of the feedback that we got. You know, it, it might just be a, a lot of downtime. Yeah. Um, that, that's kind of been the consensus. I, I, my personal opinion, I think it is going to be a lot of downtime. Um, unless they allow, like you, like I've, I've heard other options of saying, unless you allow like some practice tires to come in, go out, do some laps and then change over to your new set. I think, I think they kind of have, they, they do have two months to think about this. So I think that yep. they can kind of address that and, and maybe come up with some new, and different uh, ways of making the full 25 minutes on track, something going on. Well, the, and the concept is to have that hot pit, right? So yeah, you can go out, you make some, or you, you go out, you bang some laps out, try to set a time. If you want to make a minor change, you come back in, make a change and go out. I, it's 25 minutes is a long time to be able to make changes. Like, yeah, some, somebody had mentioned bringing in, like you said, bringing in some, some, some practice tires down the card in just a little bit more and then putting the fresh rubber on. But, I don't know. We'll see. I, I know that Gary Carlton posted something that he figured people are just going to wait on the grid to the last five or six minutes anyways and and just head out. My Anytime that happens, my concern is someone goes out mid-session, they're at full song, you know, they're on a flyer and someone pulls out because they always just, you know, roll out and go super slow on the racetrack before they bring up the speed. And that guy's flyer is going to get blocked and someone's either going to get pissed off or someone's going to get penalized for blocking and then get pissed off as well. It's... We'll see how it plays out. It's it, I like the fact that they're, they're tweaking it a little bit, right? Let's uh, let's try to have some excitement. Um, we'll see what happens. But again, uh, as David said, uh, quite a bit of a change to practice. They have that extended practice at the end, 12-minute uh, extended practice, which allows someone to get a little longer running, I think, which I know a lot of guys had asked for, uh, just to get a, a, way, a feel for how the car's going to run over 12 laps in terms of setup. Uh, we should probably mention the, the the groups as well, David. They split the morning groups and afternoon groups. It's kind of always been a feel where we'll put the kids in the morning, let the older guys and girls sleep in and, and run the afternoon session. So morning groups, X30 Junior, Pro Shifter 1, Pro Shifter 2, Micro Swift, Mini Swift, and K100 Senior. Afternoon groups, uh, the G2 and the G1 category, which are the Master Shifter classes, X30 Senior, X30 Master, K100 Junior, and KZ. And yeah, there are some junior classes in the afternoon, senior in the morning, because some people do want to run double duty. I think we're probably going to see some guys do double duty in the X30 and the KA class. You think so, David? You Well, you have to, yeah, you have to split up the, the two yeah. junior classes. So you have X30 junior in the morning and you have KA100 junior at night. You have to split up the KA100 senior and X30 senior uh, because you have guys that are going to be wanting to do both as well in that too. I don't think so much in the senior, but there's still that opportunity for guys to do both. Uh, we saw some people, a couple of people bitching that that G1, G2, and X30 Master are in the same group. Well, if you're going to do both, you better be in shape anyway, so why not just do them in the <laughs> afternoon it. groups? And then, then you have all morning to That's sleep. That's it. That's it. I mean, you have all morning to sleep, regroup, do all your hydration and your, your formulas and your pills and everything that you need to get going. <laughs> John Crow and, uh, and, and Travis Irving and, and and go out there and do it. So um, it's still, yeah, I think this is a good, uh, a good change. Cause I, I personally, I don't like seeing the micros or minis at night. Um, I much prefer to see them during the day shifts um, because like you said, at night, I, it's, you know, let, let the kids go to the hotel rooms or, you know, go go do other things. Let's, let's, you know, let's, let's see some cool action under the lights with, with adults. 
even though the senior guys are 14 years yeah. and young. You know. <laughs> I, I helped out with the schedule for many, many years. And I can tell you that's the challenge because there's always, there's always requests coming in of, Hey, I'm racing senior. My or master's, my son's running micro or mini. Can we, you know, everybody's always asking for a split or I'm going to, someone's doing a really weird double duty. Like someone's running pro like back in the day, I'm going to run KZ and K 100. You know, I mean, it's just, it's always stuff, but you're always trying to make sure it works for everybody. And it never is. No, I, yeah. can't be that way. You're, you know, you just not. No. You just can't. Simple. As that. I, th- I think. I think this this grouping works out best uh, with the categories that we do have, and uh, and again, the timeline even that they publish on uh, supercartsusa.com uh, works out. You know, there's plenty of time in between because again, we have the X30, X30 Master, and X30 Junior categories with more than uh, 44 drivers, so they'll have two groups yeah. for not only practices but for qualifying. Uh, sessions as well. So David, let's move on here before we go to our first break here in this particular episode of This Week in Karting. Let's let's jump into the Rotax program. Obviously the uh, race Rotax and J3 competition guys getting their second Stars and Stripes event done. So we now have the official team for Team USA for the 20th Rotax Grand Finals. That event taking place in Sarno, Italy, October 19th to the 26th. We'll do our best to provide coverage on on EKM with that. But David, why don't you go through the list and talk about the drivers who will be representing uh, the United States this year? Well, four tickets were decided at the Stars and Stripes Open, which was just held at the Pittsburgh International Racing Complex uh, recently in the first weekend of August, actually, uh, right after we taped uh, our la- last episode of This Week in Karting. Yeah. Um, Adam Brickley and Ben Mayer were the top two drivers in the Micromax category with uh, Cameron Weinberg and Alex mcpherson uh scoring the two tickets from the minimax category so those two those four drivers will represent team usa in the two cadet categories you want me to jump in yeah please <laughs> yeah get a drink of water there yep uh in the junior max class connor zilich uh was able to earn his ticket with the rtx group down in in uh, in texas uh, at the at the trophy race stars and stripes trophy race in utah it was josh pearson and luca mars uh, winning that ticket at, uh, at the, the Stars and Strikes Open yep. race, and at, at pit race. Uh, we'll find out whether or not Luke is going to be able to make that race, right? They well, have, yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, Broke his wrist it was a wrist nats. at the Summer Nats, and, you know, wrists are probably a little bit harder to heal. So, yeah, I was actually going to send a, send a message over to, to uh, Dan Schlosser and, and see, um, you know, it's been, what, four weeks now? And kind of see yeah. where he's healed up because, again, it's, you know, whatever the doctors kind of tell you um still two months away again yeah that's it's still two months away so i i don't have i don't see any issues with him making that event it's it's his upcoming uh cik academy trophy fia academy trophy uh event that's coming up uh in i believe it's two weeks in finland so we'll see we'll see what happens with that but uh in the senior max category nicholas bruckner was able to win the ticket from the all-star final in texas ryan norberg winning the trophy event in utah and jace denmark gessel going to uh to sarno italy with team usa after winning the open race in pittsburgh dd2 categories max hewitt uh, at the all-star finals down in houston at speed sports hewitt and the rtx event josh bethune who's actually from new zealand i know that was kind of the deal right there's 13 drivers but 12 uh, are licensed to the U.S. Josh Bethune from New Zealand in DD2 as well. And the Masters, Masters category, Derek Wang uh, winning at the Stars and Stripes Trophy and Tim Shutt at the Open. So a pretty solid lineup of drivers getting ready to go 
Rotax Grand Finals racing in Italy in October. Yeah, it's going to be exciting to watch and see uh, how they perform. You know, really good cadet lineup, a lot of uh, experience in those four drivers. Obviously, Junior Max with Zillage there being a, a rock final champion. Yeah. And 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 Luca Mars being, in, as we said, getting that international flavor as well, too. Zillage is actually racing at the World Championships in two weeks as well, or next weekend. So uh, we'll see how he does there. And again, senior and DD2 categories uh, filled with experience. So we are rocking and rolling through our, this uh, episode of This Week in Carding. Lots uh, lots going up on the ECAN homepage over the last month, and David's uh, pre- pre- presented a pretty good package here for us. We'll cut to our first break. Lots more to come. We're going to talk a lot about Supercarts USA, the Great Lakes Pro Car Challenge. We'll talk about Rock Island. Talk a little IKF Sprint Grand Nationals. Talk a little California Rock Championship. Lots more to come here, folks, on the EKN Radio Network. Hey, racers. This is Rob Howden. And I'm super excited to be back with the Texas Pro Car Challenge family this year. After kicking off the season in Denton in March and having just wrapped up our annual trip to Amarillo, it's time to get the final Texas PKC date on your personal calendar, and I'll see you there. We'll cap off the season on the September 13th, 14th, 15th weekend at the beautiful Speed Sports Racing Park in Houston. The track is the jewel of Texas karting, and you need to experience it for yourself. It's two full days of racing on Saturday and Sunday for Mini and Micro Swift, Briggs 206 Senior and Masters, KA100 Junior and Senior, X30 Junior, Senior and Master, Stock Honda Senior and Master, and of course, Pro Shifter. For information on how to register for the Texas Pro Car Challenge finale at Speed Sports, visit TexasProCarChallenge.com. The 2019 season marks the 20th anniversary for PSL Karting, North America's importer and distributor for the legendary Burrell Art brand. PSL Karting is your complete source for all things Burrell Art, providing this top quality product both through their expansive dealer network or through their own pslkarting.com online store. We have over 100 Burrell Art carts in stock at all times. We can provide you with a turnkey package with an IAMI, Rotax, Rock, or Briggs power plant, complete and ready to race. Whatever you need is available 24-7 at our online store, including parts and components, consumables like AMSOIL, Motul, and Rotax XPS engine oil, and Vroom lubricants, Micron data acquisition systems, and Unipro, and of course driver safety gear from Bell, Arai, Freem, and Alpine Stars. Trackside, we're also the karting distributor for Bell Racing USA. Arrive and Drive programs, supported by PSL's experienced staff and our in-house engine program, are available for all major U.S. and Canadian events. When you're ready to win, call PSL Karting or visit one of our dealers. And as always, head to pslkarting.com. Rotax is officially back in America, and J3 Competition is the iconic brand's new importer and distributor for the United States. With a focus on top-notch customer service and unparalleled product support, J3 Competition is excited to work with club and regional series to build the Rotax community across the United States. For 2019, J3 Competition formed its Stars and Stripes Racing Program, which highlights its national Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals ticket events. The two events, 
the Stars and Stripes Open and the Stars and Stripes Trophy awarded tickets to 10 drivers to participate in the Rotax Grand Finals in Italy, the sport's most talked about global event. Rotax is a global leader in two-cycle technology and alongside J3 Competition, who brings more than 75 years of experience to the brand here in the U.S. The industry is safe with a bright future. Check out the new Rotax USA program at racerotax.com. Welcome back to episode number 13 of This Week in Karting, brought to you today by the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. Uh, David jumping in with a lot more action here as we uh, as we bolt through. Still more to come. Uh, the Supercarts USA Great Lakes Pro Kart Challenge was back here in 2019. They capped things off, uh, what was it, just the very end of July, I guess, uh, at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Talk a little bit about that program and the champions that have been now officially crowned. It was first weekend in August, uh, August go. 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, right there before the Summer Nationals. So they got to uh, welcome a lot of competitors there racing as a warm-up for the Summer Nationals around that Super Mile Scusa course. Uh, so they were able to uh, to crown their champions after four events in the inaugural season. Uh, Mick Gabriel was the champion at X30 Senior. Anthony Stifler in KZ. Evan Bat Pro Shifter. Cody Beck, S1. And Brandon Reed in G1. Uh, Elliot Cox grabbing the title in the Mini Swift category. Joshua Carson in KA100 Junior. Matthew Mockaby uh, in KA100 Senior. Um, Eliza Navarro in X30 Junior. Christian Vomir in X30 Master. And Peter Cook in X30 Super Master. Again, that program kind of just locking back in again. An opportunity for Scusa to have a footprint up in the, the Great Lakes area, you know, more into the Northeast area. Uh, and again, having an opportunity for number one, probably the, the 175 IAMI shifter to get out there and get racing as well. And they did get a number of drivers who jumped on board with that package. Uh, they also confirmed their 2020 schedule. Uh, the first event, March 7th and 8th, week before the Winter Nationals. So rumored to be kind of a, a, a pre-Winter Nationals race. So you got to figure out wherever potentially where the Winter Nats are going to be. That's likely where the uh, the first round of the Great Lakes Pro Car Challenge will be to start off the season. They've also locked into May, May 30, 31, June 27, 28, and again, August 1st and 2nd, another pre-Summer Nationals event. So good start to this, the uh, the new life, the next era of the Scusa Great Lakes Pro Car Challenge. The Great Lakes Pro Tour for Scusa really was kind of the genesis. That's where it all began back in the mid-1990s. Uh, yeah, I, w- yeah, I wonder if, if if they would go to back to Michiana Raceway Park. It'd be interesting to see the 175 around there. Think about the places that they used to run at, David. They ran uh, the Portage yeah. Grand Prix. Uh, they ran the, there was we did a parking lot race at the Pontiac Silverdome. Silverdome. Yep. There was an airport race. Was it Elkhart or I uh, know the or, airport or South Bend Airport? There is South Bend Airport race for sure. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, they did some road racing. Jackson. So road- is there a Jackson? It was a track. Uh, maybe it was another airport race or a parking lot race in Jackson, Michigan. I remember. I think that. it was a parking lot before before the cart track got built there because that cart track's not really a cart track. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, old school stuff, man. That's uh, you, you go back and they, hey, man, they used to road race too. They used to go to Groton. As I said, Gingerman, Grattin. yeah, Gingerman, yeah. Groton. Yeah. Yep. Well, David, I'm going I'm to pass this one over to you to a certain extent. I'll, I'll jump in a little bit here and there, but uh, we talked about the fact that you're going to the Rock Island Grand Prix, the 20th running of the King of the Streets. It's the 25th Rock Island, but the 20th running of the King of the Streets. Uh, super cool. When you go back and think about Joe Janowski getting that first Scusa King of the Streets title at Oak, the Oklahoma City Grand Prix back in 1998 in a battle. I, I want to say, I think Rudolph might have been there, and I think it was um, Adam Thompson 
on a BSE was there as well, battling with, with Janowski. It was pretty cool. I believe that was the podium. Uh, we'll have to, we'll search the archives yeah. and, and double check on that. And I'm sure Janowski will, will straighten us out on, on that one because he loves saying who he beat because, well, frankly, he doesn't beat anybody That's anymore. That's true. So. very true. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But again, you know, thinking back to, as we were talking about the roots of Supercarts USA, the, the king of the streets used to be under the Supercarts USA banner as uh, it began in Oklahoma City yeah. Grand Prix, moved over to Quincy, and then found its home at Rock Island Grand Prix in, in the year 2000. So, David, um, David, just while you're here, I just pulled out issue volume one, issue one of Shifter Card Illustrated. Mm-hmm. And in the paddock pass, it was called All Hail the King. Indeed. Alan Rudolph was in the fight there as well. It was Ru- yeah, it was uh, Rudolph was second. Adam Thompson was third. Rudolph on a Burrell. Uh, Thompson mm-hmm. on a BSC. And Janowski on a Banky-powered Track Magic. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, not bad. Two grand. Two grand to win, too. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I might still be. The, it's not quite there yet, but <laughs> but there's definitely a number of companies and 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 people who are trying to uh, to again make this the uh, the crown jewel of street racing, which it is. It is. Um, and and as as I was talking to you about the uh, under the Supercarts USA banner, it's basically moved to strictly under the Rock Island Grand Prix yeah, banner. It's they, a Rock Island race now. They've taken over the the name of King of the Streets and and run it after. Uh, but this was kind of during the uh, the transition between Janowski and Kutcher taking over the the organization. I know Tom was uh, was involved with it at the first year or two that he took over, and and Rock Island's really kind of just taken it and and moved on with it. And and again, we've seen a number of different winners over the over the, uh, the nineteen years that we've done it. As we said, Alan Rudolph's won it five times, the most out of anybody uh, who was able to win. We've had six different winners in the last six years with Rory Vanderster being the defending king and uh, going to be coming back to defend his crown. And again, as I said, there's a number of companies that are putting in a lot of contingency awards and prizes uh, that are going to be handed out throughout the, the event uh, after the conclusion of Sunday's main event. Uh, Rock Cup USA being one of them with uh, entry and engine rental to the Rock the Rio event. Uh, second place driver earns an entry third place driver earns an engine rental so top three drivers in king of the streets getting that from rock cup usa Harden motorsports group getting c12 fuel to the hard charger and fast lap drivers so if you're a hard charger and a fast lap you get two jugs so not a not a bad uh, way to leave yeah, rock island going. everybody leaves rock island with two jugs right <laughs> hey now wow um hey just gotta just yeah uh, Crock Promotion USA is probably has one of the the most unique gifts or contingencies that they are awarding. They're giving a five hundred dollar chassis gift card to the most wrecked cart of the race. All right, so if you demo your chassis, you can get a new frame from Rock from Rock uh, Rock Promotion USA. I it's like a bit that. weird, but uh, yeah, it's, hey, you know somebody's gonna if, they, if you dem- if you demo a chassis. That's, pretty, that's a pretty nice little It's gift. an easy way to, yeah, it is an easy way to get a, a good frame. And as we've seen, Croc Promotion USA going to be there uh, with both Billy Musgrave and Jake French. Jake French has some experience there racing uh, at the Rock Island Grand Prix. Billy making his first trip out there. So it's going to be uh, pretty cool to see those guys racing there. Billy Billy went in Lancaster last year, though, right? So Fine, he finally won at Lancaster yeah. for being, you know, one of the quickest drivers year in and year out. Uh, I think what 2000 and 
this had to be 2000, one of the first years of Lancaster, he yeah. was like racing S3. Yeah, you're right. Him and his right. dad, those guys were on the arrows and they were always were, were, were just, just balls to the wall quick yep. there. Yep. You're right. Uh, Hakuna Matata fishing. Uh, that is uh, the fishing charters. That's actually Scott Skitchy Barnes from, from Bermuda. Highest finisher above 30 wins a charter fishing trip in Bermuda. You got to take care of your flight and get there and everything, but, uh, spend a, spend a day out there, a charter fishing trip with, uh, with, uh, Scott's, uh, Hakuna Matata, Hakuna Matata charters. That's not a bad boat. That's a pretty badass boat. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun for sure. Uh, I will, I follow them on social media, uh, on Facebook, and you're con- I, constantly seeing the fish that they're bringing in. And I spent time out there with with the Barnes family. They are absolutely aces, fantastic people, and that would be a very, very cool. So somebody over 30 is going to win a charter fishing trip, which is great. Uh, can I, P1 can I run pro- King of the Streets? <laughs> Dude, if you could finish a couple laps, go for it. Yeah, well, I don't know, Lance. I mean, Josh Lane's now old, old enough to be over hey, thirty. Hold on. So. Have you ever? At least I've run shifter there. You've yeah. never run shifter there, have you? I haven't. No, I, I need I think to do I've that. Run twice. I, I need to do twice. that. Yeah, you did. It's, dude, it was so, oh my god, it's fun. I remember that. I was a little bit younger, but it was great. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, P one promotion stepping up. Great, obviously, big news coming out uh, while we were at the Summer Nationals that the Lockhart Grand Prix is coming back down in Lockhart, Texas, uh, like the barbecue capital of the state of Texas. Uh, the Frenches, Gina and Mark French, bringing that event back. They know how to put a race on. That's going to be super cool. So they're essentially uh, first place. Whoever wins is going to win in, an entry to the Lockhart Grand Prix. Second place, getting $100, $100 off on the entry, I assume, Dave. Is that what that is? Yeah, $100 towards uh, entry, Toward the entry. And then third place, getting $50 yeah. towards their, their entry. Uh, Fisher Racing Engines, Brian Fisher putting up $200 a certificate for the highest finishing stock moto. Uh, yeah, stock moto is really fast there. It still yeah. holds the track record with Austin Wilkins winning in 2017. So, again, at that 380-pound weight, it's, it still might be an option for, for drivers who are, are going to be there this weekend. I don't disagree with you. Uh, LeConte tires stepping up. Um, one set to end on the, on the podium if you're uh, on LeConte tires. Uh, same thing with MG Tires. They're going to kick in 500 bucks to the winner if you're on MG. Uh, a set of tires for second and third if you're on MG Tires as well. And Hoosier's doing it as well, Dave. Yeah, Hoosier's giving out 500 to the winner if they are on the Hoosier tire and $200 to the highest finishing or highest finisher that uh, that is not the winner uh, if they are on Hoosier tires. On Hoosiers, yeah. And again, you talked about the Lane family. Uh, they're awesome. Obviously, uh, Lance and Josh, they, they want this thing to go. Josh, especially, he really wants to make sure there's a ton of guys racing. If the entry hits total, they're, the, the Lane family's throwing in $500 worth of prize money that'll get split between first, second, and third. So, yeah, uh, I'm, if, if, if we do hit 30, I'm going to get a photo of Josh actually handing over the $500 to Roger just so we can, we can capture that. That's that'll be good. a cool little, like that. little photo there. So, Again, Rock Island Grand Prix, 20th running of the King of the Streets, 25th anniversary of the event. Uh, it's where this thing's going to come out probably right before the race. So if you if you got Labor Day and you off and you you haven't you know, said, you know, I need to do something, go to the Rock Island Grand Prix. Either go to watch it and have fun or just throw the cart, do a late entry if you possibly can, because I'm telling you, you'll have a blast. We absolutely love going to that race. Uh, I, I miss going. Uh, with my new commitments with IndyCar and Road to Indy. But uh, I know, David, you're going to have a great time. Back behind the wheel for you as well, back into the Ignite. Yeah, excited to be part of the uh, Margate Racing 10 again, racing Ignite for the fourth time at Rock Island and hoping to uh, to at least finish on the podium uh, this season. Win one of them damn rocks. 
Yeah, that's going to be tough. I'm sure the the, the driver roster is going to be pretty stout this yeah, year. Probably one is. of the toughest it's been. And so I'm just, I'll just be happy just to be back behind the wheel again and, and racing and, and again, having fun celebrating the 25th anniversary of the Rock Island Grand Prix. Yeah, double duty for David, doing all the EK and trackside live coverage and, of course, producing the broadcast with Tim Coyan and then Don in the suit and the helmet as well. I, I'll be watching. At least – at least, at least I'm the last class of the day. Right. So I work all, I'll work the entire day on Sunday. And then at the end of the day, I'll put on my helmet and there go race. I like it. That's awesome. Uh, lots of racing going on in September. And one of the things we've been watching here uh, throughout uh, American karting has been kind of that restructuring and re- I don't say resurfacing, but restructuring, maybe renewed enthusiasm and focus for the International Kart Federation, the IKF. Of course, the IKF, uh, those of you who don't know, is pretty much dead in terms of what they were doing uh, activation wise. They were essentially out of money. Uh, Tom Kutcher from Supercart USA kind of stepped in, bought the program, made sure that all the archives, all the, the Duffy molds, all the, all the archives of the history is now going to be preserved. So they've decided, essentially Scoos has come in with Tom to, to kind of take over the reins of IKF, but they're running it, trying to run it, run it separately and stay focused on club level racing. That's the whole concept for the IKF now is that club level racing. And then of course the big races for anybody's in a club or in a regional program would be the grand nationals. That's where the Duffies are handed out. And the 2019 IKF sprint grand nationals, David set for Pat's acres racing complex. When I heard it was going to Pat's earlier this year, I was just crossing my fingers that the weekend was going to be off. Cause I would, I wanted to race. I wanted to go out and run that. I wanted to race at the, at the park at Pat's. And I wanted to try to go for a Duffy. I wanted to run the Grand Nationals. But, of course, on the same weekend with the finale for IndyCar and Road to Indy, I'm not going. But I'm hoping they get a big turnout because they're going to they're gonna repave the track too, right? Well, that was just some late-breaking news yeah. that we got, I believe, uh, yesterday or the, over the weekend. Somebody kind of slipped it out, so they had to make the announcement. Um, yeah, they're doing a complete track repavement uh, prior to the event. So I believe the track's going to be closed over the next – starting Labor Day weekend over like the next two weeks. So it'll be a completely new race race, well, completely new surface for the racetrack, which will, you know, again, kind of throw people off on setups and kind of make it a clean sheet of paper. I really think for uh, the competitors going to uh, IKF sprint grand nationals, it's such a unique facility, just where the racetrack is, the kind of setting as well. The track itself has got some elevation, a little bit of elevation changes, got some kind of a couple bank corners, Chris Egger calls turn one, like eight corners. It's really, it's like one, two, like right or left, left, right back into what he calls turn two. And I call turn four, but the track is just such a badass uh, place to go. And it's got so much history. Uh, I know they had the, the grand national thing back in 1997. I remember that at one point, but it's going to be great. It's September, 2021, 22 Pat's acres racing complex in Canby, Oregon, the IKF sprint grand nationals for this year. Again, the focus kind of on those club classes. K100 Senior and Junior, Briggs 206 Cadet, Junior, Senior, and Master. And there's also a lot of guys that run the tag. There's different engines up there. So they're running a tag light, tag heavy, road formula, and kid cart. Registration is only $275. It's the Avinco spec tires. And David, as you said, they'll have that track repaved. It's definitely going to reset the bar for everybody, I think. It's going to be a level playing field. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. And again, it's one of the oldest facilities uh, in the country. It was, it was, it's kind of, it was kind of pieced together. The layout was from, from different sections and different years 
and different owners as well too. So yeah, just, just a great part of, of history and really a, a long, a big part of, of IKF history. And so it's good to see the, the Grand Nationals going back there. And there's a lot of racers in the Northwest and take the opportunity to, to be part of this race. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I was, I was planning to head out there for sure. If I could have, I can't obviously, but man, if you're a West coast driver, an IKF driver, or just want to do something different, something really unique to try to go after that Duffy, because it's still, it's, it's an iconic part of the history of North American karting is that Duffy, uh, that trophy for, for Duffy Livingston. And I would, uh, I'd definitely be chasing it if I could. Uh, let's cap off this particular segment here of this weekend karting. David, uh, another race, you're going to be at the Rock Island Grand Prix. Still a bunch of racing going down in Southern California. The California Rock Championship, which was kind of the extension of Andy Saisman's Challenge of the Americas. Guys were running the rocks and, hey, if we're going to run the rock here, we really want to have a, a summer championship as well. That's the California Rock Championship. It's had some decent success getting some drivers for its first year. They're actually going to run a kind of a, a combination race. Like They're combining forces with the Formula Karting Championship for a Labor Day weekend race at Cal Speed Karting. They are, yeah. So Labor Day weekend is going to be kind of a rock summer fest for these two organizations. They're going to be hosting it uh, in Fontana, California. Again, welcoming drivers from all over. And they're welcoming drivers of, of rock comp- competition and IAMI because they're creating what is Tag Senior, Tag Master, and Tag Mini. So rock and IAMI engines will compete against one another uh, on the Bridgestone tires in those three categories. So it'll be kind of a cool little uh, little program they have going on there. Uh, you have the uh, Formula Karting Championship classes joining them as well as the California Rock Championship, Rock Shifter, and Master Divisions uh, competing on the weekend. Uh, Rock the Rio tickets are going to be on the line for a number of the winners that are there and also for the California Rock Championships uh, that are going to be decided uh, that Sunday evening. Yeah, that is the final round of the California Rock Championship. Again, that is August 31st and September 1st, this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday at Cal Speed Karting. All right, we are off into our second break here on This Week in Karting. It is August the 27th, episode number 13 of our kind of wrap-up show for all the news that has hit the homepage on ecartingnews.com. Stay with us. We come back on the other side. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the, some more industry stuff as well. There's a lot of great stuff going on. Plus a little deal that we saw, talk to the guys coming out of Australia. We want to kind of bring up as well. Stay with us. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. You've heard and read about us. We're the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. After putting all eight of our X30 senior drivers in the main at last year's Scusa Super Nationals, we're the tent you need to be under this November. We have just four spots available, so contact us today to lock in one of our final opportunities. We may be prepping for Las Vegas, but it's also time to talk about 2020. Joining the Rawls Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Our industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and former Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. In 2020, we'll be racing in the Scusa Winter Series, Pro Tour, and California Pro Car Challenge, as well as the IKF Northwest Region. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. 
We do have different levels of programs available for the ICAF Sprint Grand Nationals at Pat's Acres on the September 20, 21, 22 weekend. So if you want to get a head start on 2020, come up and join us and take your shot at winning a Duffy, one of the most prestigious trophies in the sport. We're the Rawlison Performance Group. We race to win. For over 60 years, the International Kart Federation has been at the core of the foundation of American karting. Founded in 1957, the IKF was karting's first organization and sanctioning body. Fast forward to 2019, and the IKF is back on the scene with new branding, new enthusiasm, and a new focus on the IMEKA 100 and Briggs 206 categories. These engine platforms represent the core of the sport. Fast, fun, and affordable family motorsport. That's the IKF. This year's IKF Sprint Grand Nationals are set for the September 20-22 to weekend at the beautiful Pat's Acres Racing Complex in Canby, Oregon. It's the first time in over 30 years that the IKF Sprint Grand Nationals will be hosted by Pat's Acres, and the battle for the legendary Duffy Trophy will be fierce. Say what you will about the sport, the Duffy is still one of the most coveted trophies, and we expect nothing less than amazing and competitive racing at the park. This year's IKF Sprint Grand Nationals will feature Briggs 206 Cadet, Junior, Senior, and Masters, KA100 Junior and Senior, Tag Light and Heavy, and both World Formula Masters and Kid Kart. For more information, follow the IKF on Facebook and Instagram and bookmark ikfkarting.com. And to enter the event, head to motorsportsreg.com. For over a century... Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing. What powers you? Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined as always by David Cole as we run down the top stories that made their way to the EKN homepage over the last week slash month. Um, David, this was an interesting one. It, it kind of landed right when I was at a race. You and I were both kind of busy, but got a chance to look at it. A new program coming from Karting Australia called the Respect Karting Program, which I think is just really, really cool. Something that you and I have talked about a lot, but you go through it a little bit because it's a really interesting program that I think we have it up on the website. People should go read the press release because it's not something we're doing here now, but we could easily do, but the sentiment still can ring true. Yeah, it's more of a, an initiative that Karting Australia is really kind of you know, marketing towards and, and it's trying to what they quote, how they quoted in their press release was stamp out unacceptable behavior at carding events. And again, it's not something that is only in Australia. It's something you probably see everywhere around the world at carding events and not just carding, but any sporting events, typically you just see a lot of uh, behavior that you don't feel should be welcomed at these type of events where, you know, sportsmanship's getting thrown out and, you know, people don't have any self-control or respect uh, for one another. So those are kind of aspects that they're going to be hitting on, um, abiding by rules, accepting official decisions. I know that's one of of the biggest things we see here in the United States is, is people not accepting an official's ruling or, or, 
or following the rules as it is, as they're as they're interpreted. <laughs> yep. Oh, and then that and then that rolls into the next one that they talk about not not using any foul language, insulting remarks, threats, physical violence. Personally, I'm a zero tolerance on that kind of thing. Uh, if you touch you know, if you touch somebody, you're out. If it's if we just we 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 heard some stuff from the summer nets too, where a couple of the uh, the officials were physically accosted. I mean, not physically, verbally accosted, and. For me, that's just that's just zero tolerance. You know, if you if you drop the f bomb and call the, the uh, track official a certain name, whatever it may be, that's 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 vulgar and foul language. In my opinion, you're gone and don't come back for a year because that stuff. That's the way you, sh- you shut this down. And hopefully, this is obviously kind of self regulated, right, Dave? It's the concept of getting people to buy into this belief, this this respect carding program that potentially will then hopefully infiltrate with how everybody acts at, at the track side. It is, and it. You know, again, this is I, when I when I emailed them talking about it. I said, "Yeah, this probably is about the, a ten percent of the paddock, really that we, that you see a lot of negativity come from." Yeah. The 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 problem with negativity though is that it's amplified times ten, so that ten percent just shadows everybody else that who that has a a very positive and outgoing. Uh, um, perspective on the sport and the weekend itself. So that that's that's kind of always been the battle. And you and you see it again, it's not just karting. You see it in all different types of forms of motorsports or forms of sports uh that involve parents and kids. Yeah. And, and and so you you have where the kid's just happy to be here and then you look over on the other side and the parent is screaming at an official. Or it could be the other way around where the parent it's really just, you know, they're just happy to be here, but yet their their child just does doesn't quite understand the the moment that they're in, where they yeah. should just be here enjoying themselves, and and they're they're not having that self control and respect as they should. Well, and again, as I say, folks, if, if you're listening to the podcast and want to read the the entire uh, press release, it's on ecardinews.com, the homepage. Go check it out. It's called the Respect Carding Program, launched by Carding Australia, essentially encouraging leadership. The use of initiative and good judgment, and to not intentionally violate the integrity of the sport, and that's just—it's an over—it's—it's it's like an umbrella kind of understanding. Just that's—it's just the way we need to approach things. And David, you mentioned it; it happens in all different sports because, yeah, sports are fueled by passion, and especially ours—we're high speed, we're high risk. Uh, so there, so there's a lot of passion, a lot, a lot of energy that comes from the track to the parents, whatever it may be. But it, well, okay. I was going to say it's yeah, it's life in general. I mean, you look at social media, it's really amplified and, and kind of diversified, you know, divided a lot of people. And and so you'll get stuff that happens at the track and then it spoils over to social media. And so it amps up a little bit more over there. And then that's that that boils over to the next event. And it could be nothing related to the event that you were just at. They're like, again, uh, you know, people are people are racing each other different areas, different series, different programs. What happens over here at, at series A has nothing to do with series B, but it boil it it it, it translates and goes yeah. from A to B just because of 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 how things unfold and because as you said, just there's no self control. There's no respect. And and just people don't have the, you know, the leadership to to one, not only stop this, but for for you know, people to, to just to to slow down and again look out. Hey, we're doing this for fun. 
This is, you know, this yeah. this is what we're doing it for. Dave, you and I speak of this all the time. This is karting's about having a good time. It's about spending time with your family at the racetrack. You know, yes, I get people. Some people want to become professional race car drivers. That's tough. But even even I look at I look at some of the guys that have become professional race car drivers, and I know their them and their parents, and they had a great time coming through. Right. So just take your time, folks. Just again, just a great opportunity for us to, to talk a little bit about this program from Karting Australia. It's on the website. Good for them for putting something together to really actually put it in on paper, put it into words, try to put a program actually into motion that people can have that discussion. So I think that's all. That's awesome. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of uh, advertisements and brochures and, and stuff they're going to keep putting out just to, you know, maybe if it's, if it's one post a week that, you know, just the respect carding program, just one post, just to kind of get people to, to check themselves, I, like I think will really help. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. That's what I was thinking the same thing. That's a good call. We're, we're, there it is. All right, let's get into some <laughs> industry stuff because we got a bunch of things here. That's some cool stuff coming down the pipe. Uh, obviously a press release landing for team nitro carts. Um, those guys, uh, that whole program, Nick Tucker and everybody he's got surrounded have been, have been doing some good stuff, David, three straight weekends of victories. They, uh, they went on a, a little bit of a run. At the end of July and through through August, knocking out some pretty pretty major victories and and a lot of good success. Yeah, we said uh, I believe prior to in our last episode that those three weekends of United States Pro Kart Series, and then you had the uh, the double weekend of Rotax Stars and Stripes Open with the Great Lakes Pro Kart Challenge, then followed by the the Scusa Summer Nationals. Yeah. We said there's going to be a lot of racing and a lot of uh, interesting things that come out of those three weekends and nitro cart was able to come out with victories in all three weekends. Uh, they began the, the three weekend trip with uh, three wins at the United States pro cart series finale. They swept the micro swift championship with uh, uh, Ayrton Grimm, Spencer Conrad and Cameron Weinberg. And then they uh, earned the geo cup, which is the team trophy uh, for the second straight year. Wow. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we, we've already talked about what happened over at the Stars of Stripes Open, uh, sending drivers to the uh, the grand finals. They uh, At that event, they won both Minimax and Micromax with Cameron Weinberg and Adam Brickley. Ben Mayer also getting a ticket to the uh, to the Rotax grand finals. So over at Pit Race, they were they were rolling. And then they brought it back again, David, to the Scusa Pro Tour Summer Nationals with uh, with Spencer Conrad and Ayrton Grimm, as you said, as they were they were amazing in Microswift as well. Yeah, both drivers there able to win, pick up victories, uh, their first Scusa Pro Tour wins of their careers. Uh, so it was a good, successful weekend for Nitro Kart there. And then, you know, just again, the three straight weekends of, of victories, just phenomenal. And again, I'm sure we're going to see uh, Nitro Kart winning more as we close out 2019. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, one of our longtime supporters at eCartingNews.com is Performance uh, Karting Technologies, PKT. Uh, made in the USA products, axles, you name it. Uh, just a fantastic company. News though, they become a Burrell dealer, David. Yeah, they're taking on becoming the Detroit area company is becoming a newest dealer through the Burrell Art North America network. Uh, they're adding the Burrell Art and Ricardo Kart uh, chassis lines, uh, basically becoming a hub for the Midwest area. So anybody in the Midwest area is going to be able to go through performance carding technologies and, uh, and get those, uh, those product lines as well as the number of products, uh, that PKT already produces, uh, in-house. Yeah. Kim Waki, the everybody over at the performance carding technology, great people. And again, big supporters of ecardingnews.com. Uh, if you're looking to put American made products on your cart, 
that's where you go to. Then they have dealers all over the country as well for PKT axles, you name it. Uh, but yeah, they they uh, they do good stuff. Uh, Margay Racing, David, as we continue with kind of the industry slide here right now, Margay Racing adding another partner as they're hooking up with Whiteland Raceway Park, uh, which uh, a track that's been totally kind of renovated and and a lot of new energy at, at Whiteland, and they're hooking up with with Margay as a new Margay dealer. Yeah, Whiteland is really becoming a uh, focusing on grassroots, getting uh, the facelift, getting the new ownership behind them with uh, uh, the same people, Sarah the Fisher? same people who do yeah, Speedway Fisher. indoor karting there in Speedway, Indiana. So they've gone from the indoor ownership and adding the outdoor function of that, and uh, really putting in a lot of time and money and effort uh, into rebuilding the Whiteland Raceway Park. Uh, re- re- giving a good facelift with new garages and, and yeah. uh, new pavement and uh, other amenities as well. And, uh, you know, you add in one of the longest running asphalt sprint tracks in America with one of the uh, iconic brands in American karting. You put those two together and you got Whiteland and Margay. Interesting. And so, you know, I just came back from the IndyCar race at, at uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway. That's the official name. And of course, so I roll, you know, fly into town into St. Louis, heading out to the track. Why not stop by Margay <laughs> right on, on South Kings Highway? I didn't tell them we were coming because I wasn't going to, but I had time. We just slid in. Um, I got a bunch of pictures I'm going to post up on uh, on our EKN and my own social media as well. They've got a bunch of old carts there, you know, some, like old vintage carts. They've got uh, they've got one of the very very first Bravo ones. I think it was Jonathan Strom's cart or, or Brandon Miller's cart or, or Brandon Witt's cart rather. They have that one of them in the background as well, the old Bravo one from the, the mid uh, or late 90s. They also have uh, Margate Ignite number one on the wall as well, which I think is awesome. They've built, I want to say Greg Dingus told us they built over 800 Margate Ignites already, which I think is amazing. Um, but another, there's another, there's a, there was, a, I think, 14 or 15 new Ignites going somewhere new. I can't say anything right now. They're going to have a press release out where those carts are going, but that the Margay Ignite program, David, continues to grow. It's obviously the you know Whiteland's a, a Margay dealer for their primary chassis, but there's another Margay program coming up as well. Yeah, it's exciting to see uh, the continued growth, and, and it's amazing because the Ignite program, at least at Rock Island, began in uh, 2015 because that was the year I smashed everything up. Uh, and I have the picture to remind me above me on my wall here looking at me. Perfect. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's amazing. So if you think about it, really, they, I think it kind of began in, in 2014. And and so if you think, just say in a five-year span, building 800 chassis yeah. is is amazing. Well, in all the different areas as well, right? That they've you know they've moved obviously into the Audubon Country Club. And there's, there's just places they've moved. They're growing that program. And uh, it's just... It's like the Briggs 206. It's helping to press the reset button for a lot of people. And I know from from running with uh, the Margate crew at the Battle of the Brickyard, that uh, Ignite program, it's awesome. It feels good to, when you're sitting there knowing that you're in the same card as everybody else, and it's just you battling it out. So, yeah, great stuff for Margate. And and they actually had a really cool program going at the event, the Bomberito Automotive Group 500, uh, where they had this little 500. And it was a bunch of other groups uh, of, of kids from around the city um, that were able to come in, learn a lot about carts, help kind of put them together a little bit, and then go racing, uh, which I thought was a fantastic program. Uh, in fact, the, the folks from Worldwide Technology, uh, Dave Stewart, the guy's actually getting behind that program. So it's uh, it's hopefully something we'll see more of. But again, Margay, front and center in terms of exposing karting 
to so many new people through Gateway Carplex, you name it, but they just continue to work. They work, they're working so hard on that foundation of the sport, which I think is obviously crucial. David, you and I know both know how crucial it is to have the foundation strong. And I do feel like it's, it's strong and, and continues to grow, which is great. Yeah. Uh, and, and plenty of other different areas they can definitely go to as well. Yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, let's uh, wrap this one up with uh, a, a talk from our old buddy, uh, Ronnie White, uh, Ron White Racing. Uh, the press release title was he was going to double down in Las Vegas. Uh, we, we've known Ron for a long time, obviously, on the cover of Shifter Card Illustrated at one point. Uh, he's just been one of those guys that's been around the sport for so many years and now settling in with a fantastic team, offering a lot of support for drivers uh, in Northern California. Uh, but David really kind of, as he said, doubling down for both of the races at the Rio, both the Rock, the Rio, and the Super Nationals. Ronnie, of course, a former Super Nationals winner, but uh, really getting getting focused on, on having uh, a couple of really good weekends in Las Vegas. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be swarming towards Las Vegas when we come when it comes to October and November. Uh, Ron White Racing is going to be one of them. They're going to be doing two events there outside the Rio Hotel uh, with the Rock the Rio beginning in October no, 28th to November 2nd. And then follow that up two weeks later with the Scusa Super Nationals 23 in November 20 through 24th. So Ron White Racing offering a ride and drive packages for both events outside the Rio going to have CRG Nordam factory support for both events. So definitely going to have the knowledge, the experience and the product to be able to, uh, to be on the podium for both events. And I'm sure Ron's going to be racing himself and in, in, if not both, at least one of them. Now, before that, which is kind of cool, Ron is going to be racing. He and uh, Rod Clenard, uh, another CRG driver, uh, who were champions at the Challenge of the Americas this past year, winning the tickets to go to the Rock Cup Super Final in Italy on October 8th to 12th. Both Ronnie and Rod Clenard going to be running at that Rock Cup, Rock Cup Super Final. Have we figured out if Ron's going to run Masters or Senior yet? Well, I think they don't have a Masters. That was that was the... Uh, the I thought they did. They do for the single speed uh, categories, uh, but not for shifters. So basically, they'll be there. He wouldn't run it. And anyways. again, you know... Um, I believe it was uh, Rubens Barrichello who was who was racing the shifter category last year. He was in the B main event, if you recall, and had a little bit of exciting racing there. So, uh, but Ron White definitely has the ability to to get in the A main. I think Rod Clenard's going to be just as quick. So uh, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how things unfold. Hey, if if Ron can win the A main or or, or even Rod come in there and, and do that, but uh, definitely have uh, opportunities for good finishes for both of them. Not to mention no, the no, entire no. Team USA that's going over there. That's true. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the Rock Cup Super Final. We'll have more information on that, of course, before we get closer to that event. That's again October eighth to the twelfth uh, at South Garda in Italy. Fantastic race! I had a chance to announce it a couple times. Uh, it's the it's one of the cool ones to go to for sure. All right, folks, one more break, and then we'll come back and wrap up this edition of this week in karting here on the EKN Radio Network. Attention all Briggs 206 racers. The biggest race of the year is coming. On October 4, 5, 6, Cup Carts North America is hosting the largest Briggs 206 race in the country. The Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Where the best racers from all across North America will come to see who has what it takes to become Grand Champion. This three-day event features a full day of optional practice on Friday, October the 4th qualifying and heat races on Saturday, and finals on Sunday. 
On offer is over $25,000 in awards and prizes. It will be awarded based on finishing positions as well as door prizes throughout the entire weekend. Newcastle Motorsports Park is a world-class facility with not only the size and staff to handle an event of this magnitude, but it's also considered one of the best racing services in North America. We're privileged to have such a perfect home for this event. Due to the high demand for this event, we've been forced to cap classes to ensure the event remains on schedule. So, if you want to take part in the biggest event in four-cycle karting, register ASAP. Registration opens to the public on August 30th. For more information, head to cupcards.com. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience. We can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at franklincart.com where all of our products are just a mouse click away and we ship daily. We're constantly adding new products to our online store, so keep checking back. We specialize in IME engines, tilt seats, and of course, our championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find molecule cleaning products, minus 273 racing gloves, micron gauges and components, and both MG and Bridgestone tires. If you're ready to take your racing to the next level, come and join us at Team FMS. We've been supplying racers with start-to-finish support at race events for many years, from providing a helping hand on weekday test outing or at a club event to full arrive-and-drive packages at the highest level of karting competition. For 2019, we'll be attending the Superkart USA Winter Series, WK Manufacturers Cup, United States Pro Kart Series, and the Route 66 Kart Racing Series. And we'd love to have you under our tent at Merlin Nation. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. As this year's karting season draws to a close, the World Karting Association has turned its focus on the always exciting 2019 Grand National Schedules set for this fall. Preparations are underway for the famous WKA Grand National Eagles to be awarded to Bolt Sprint and Road Racers in a pair of big events. Even more exciting, as each race ends the season for Bolt Series, the 2019 National Series Points Champions will be decided as each series takes on the popular Grand National events. In the National Sprint Race Division, the Bridgestone Manufacturers Cup, the event will be hosted by the iconic Newcastle Motorsports Park on October 11th through 13th. Once again, for the 2019 Manufacturers Cup Grand National, series organizers have slated the super competitive track configuration 40 of the Newcastle circuit, which promises last corner battles to the checkered flag for both the Grand National Eagles as well as the championship titles. Road racers in the Vega Tires National Road Race Series will return to the popular National Corvette Museum Circuit in Bowling Green, Kentucky on November 8th through 10th for the season-ending WKA Grand Nationals. Continuing with its cooperative programs, WKA invites both KART and CES as promotional partners for this major event. Two events, the legendary Grand National Eagles awarded, National Series points champions decided. It's the 2019 WKA Grand National Schedule 
Registration opens September 1st. Visit worldcarding.com to lock in your spot on the grid. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. Rob Howden alongside David Cole as we wrap up the final bits here from uh, what we've seen on the website over the last uh, essentially four, three to four weeks. Uh, August 1st, our last edition of the This Week in Carding podcast. So lots to go through, as you see. We're working our way uh, into our second hour. Just getting rolling here. Uh, David, I mentioned it just briefly talking about Margay, but let's talk about the official announcement that the cart circuit at Audubon Country Club now open to the public. Yeah, the karting circuit that is at the Audubon Country Club in Joliet, Illinois, getting uh, complete another facility that got a facelift. Um, a track extended to half a mile with all brand new pavement was laid down uh, and is now open to the public. They have the new CRG Centurion. I can never Centurion. Centurion. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. Uh, Centurion <laughs> carts uh, available to the public. They have the Margay Ignite program running there as well. Uh, they have been there for at least two to three years now. But you add that to the new paddock area with the new timing and registration building, the cart workshop and storage building, and then stadium quality LED lighting. Uh, the facility yeah. is 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 grade A, top of the line right now. Uh, a very familiar face with uh, Alan Bertignoli, uh, the father of Alex Bertignoli, who uh, is a SCUSA and USPKS champion. He is the general manager there for the uh, the karting operation down there. Uh, so he's put a lot of time and effort. It's been, it's been ongoing. Cause every time I see him, I'm like, where are we at? And he just gives me a lot of, a lot of updates. And, uh, they were happy to finally get the official opening done this past weekend. And so now, uh, now they can, they can kind of steamroll ahead and, and bringing new people into the sport. We saw when we published this on, on Facebook, it had well over a hundred shares. So there's, there's a lot of interest in the Chicago area for, for motorsports and racing. So, Hopefully, this will be a great way to get more people involved in the sport. Yeah, no doubt, David. That's really, really cool. It's a track that I really want to try to get to next year to have a look at it, see if we can't get on on track and get a little little seat time in. But uh, great to see the Autobahn crew. And again, it's the Autobahn Country Club. You know, obviously, a lot of guys with some badass cars that it's the Country Club, op, you know, track cars. Just a great opportunity to show them what karting is. And obviously, all the young people there, their, their kids can get racing, but even the, 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 the older people can get driving as well. So super exciting. Um, David, also Team USA, the scholarship coming out with the, the drivers who will be in the shootout. A quick little update. So the Team USA scholarship shootout is essentially a program run by uh, uh, Jeremy Shaw, longtime motorsports journalist and, uh, and announcer, where he is, essentially takes two American drivers and takes them over to Europe. For a while it was New Zealand, but over to, to England to race in the Formula Ford Festival and the Walter Hayes Trophy. And you may say, hey, this, is, this isn't karting. Well, it kind of is because pretty much, everybody who's, <laughs> pretty much everybody who ever gets into this program, we've been talking about 10 years prior. Uh, so again, they do a program at Mid-Ohio where they bring a certain amount of drivers in, uh, a dozen or so drivers or more in. They do interviews, that kind of thing. They whittle those drivers down to six. Those six drivers will now run, I believe it's Road America, in the Lucas Oil uh, School of Racing cars, the formula cars for Lucas Oil School of Racing. Correct. And, and, and David, the six finalists are kids we pretty much all know. Yeah, I'm very familiar with four of them too. The other two I'm not too familiar with, but again, all all six with karting backgrounds. So that's why I thought we'd, we'd add this to our script here. 
among the most notable are Prescott Campbell uh, out of California. He's been racing under the Musgrave Racing Company, uh, racing Pro Shifter and Rock Shifter this season. He's actually returning from a broken leg uh, that he suffered yeah. at LA, I believe, at LAKC practice day. And uh, just now, he just competed in one of the Lucas Oil uh, racing programs and was on the podium with a crutch. So he's still not at 100%, but already getting back behind the wheel of a race car, which is a pretty wow. amazing. Um, Josh Green, very uh, a newer name that we uh, we saw come up in the last couple of years uh, out in New York. I've uh, been racing with Mike Doty Racing, won the WKA Junior Championship in 2018 and was the United States Pro Kart Series point leader uh, going into the finale, finale uh, until, but because he was committed to his F1600 schedule, had to skip the, uh, the USPKS finale. But again, Josh Green, another, uh, prominent karting figure. And of course, uh, we talked about Margay, um, one of the names that they've been, uh, kind of nurturing up through the ranks of karting and now into cars, uh, Spike Kohlbecker, uh, out of Missouri. Uh, as I said, a longtime Margay racer and a multi-time winner at, uh, WK mm-hmm. events. And he's been racing over in Europe. He raced uh, last year in the uh, in the Canadian Formula Four programs with Exclusive Autosport, uh, running. I, bl- I can't think. Is he with? It? I think he might be with Cliff De- Cliff Dempsey Racing, but he's running the, essentially the the Formula Ford program over in England uh, this year, and, win- and winning races as well. And that's we're talking about what the kids do have done in karting, but of course they've had to run to Formula cars before Jeremy selects them to come in. So uh, again, Spike uh, Colbecker, as you said, uh, multi time winner, but actually winning over an F sixteen hundred in Europe right now, which is huge for him. Just amazing. Also raced in, uh, I believe, New Zealand as well, too, didn't he? Uh, yes, he did. You're right. He went down and ran the uh, Toyota Racing Series program. Good call, David. Keep going. Lots more to come. Well, the other three, I'm not too familiar. I remember Scott Huffaker uh, out of California, raced with Scusa during his yep. karting career, is doing been doing a lot of uh, Formula Car racing out in California. I believe SCCA stuff. SCCA and the, and, the, yeah, and, the, and the Pacific F2000 mm-hmm. Series, indeed. Yeah. Uh, Michael Myers and Alex Scaler, a couple drivers that not as much top level karting experience. Alex's dad, uh, Dave Scaler, actually one of the top Formula V guys, has a company called Advantage Motorsports, and and uh, Alex and Michael getting uh, invited as well. It's a shootout, David, to uh, get a chance to go to be part of Team USA. And man, if, you know, you think about some of the guys that have been part of that Team USA scholarship program over the year. You know, you, you can go deep. With guys like Ryan Hunter Ray and and uh, and Jimmy Vassar and AJ Allmendinger, you know, I mean, it's there's just been you know Charlie Kimball. There's been a lot of incredible guys that have been part of that program. Yeah, you you go new school. You're talking Joseph Newgarden, Connor Daly, uh, Brett Smurs. Some of you may not know him, but great yeah. stunt driver yeah. now. You're right, Jake, Jake <laughs> um, Craig. Jake, and I was just saying, Jake, Jake Craig. Craig. So. I think of all the guys, some of the alumni, I'm just going to go, I'm going to the website real quickly because you just think of some of these guys that we've watched come up through the ranks, Trent Hinman, Top Carter, Spencer Piggott, uh, Connor De Felipe. You mentioned Brett Smurs, uh, Connor Daly, Joseph Newgarden, uh, J.R. Hildebrand, Kimball. It's been a couple of guys, Brian Sellers, Joey Hand, Phil Giebler. Yeah. That's a pretty decent. Little- yeah, I was, I, I thought Joey Hand was one. I couldn't remember if he well, was. The first, the first two years was Jimmy Vassar and Brian Herta. So well, it's 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 funny because I get that list kind of mixed up with the Skip Barber list that they used to come yeah, out with all the true. time. You know, the guys who would come, 
And so it's very similar because I believe Joey Han was one of them that went up through both. Yeah, and, Newgarden and Daly went head to head. Same thing. Yep, yep. So. Yeah. In Skip Barber. So again, c- congratulations to those drivers. And of course, we've watched them running in carts. And what I really, I get a chance to watch these kids go through the road to Indy as well. So it's exciting to see what they're able to do for sure. Good luck to them. Of course, that uh, that shootout happening. I, I'm not exactly sure when the shootout is. Normally in October or something like that. Um, anyway, good job for them. All right, David, let's wrap things up with a look at what we've been doing here, EKN-wise. Give us a scoop on what we've not been knocking out editorially. And so if you hear about this stuff, original editorial, whatever Dave says here, you can go back to the website, find it on there, and read up. Yeah, since our last broadcast of This Week in Carding, we we were at the Summer Nationals for Scusa Pro Tour. Um, Recently, we just yesterday, we posted the Rock Fest uh, from Amarillo uh, and the... uh, LAKC event uh, round six. Uh, Those are some of our trackside race reports. Um, One thing that you kind of liked and uh, were very happy from the summer nationals was our Carter X, the unknown pro. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, We had uh, one driver from the paddock who will, will remain nameless. Hence Carter X, the unknown pro just kind of giving us some input on what they thought of the race itself. The, what was going on during the day, there was some chat about some of the social media chaos excitement that we had. It was kind of a cool program that we're going to keep doing, having a driver essentially being able to just say what's going on, kind of give them their feeling without having anybody know who they are, which I think is cool. Uh, we also did, knocked out a, a product spotlight for Stilo Helmets. Uh, Stilo, a big supporter of us here at, at eCardingNews.com. So kind of new though, newer though, David, to you know the carding market, coming out with some carding helmets. So we thought it'd be a great idea to kind of do a lineup to let people know, kind of educate people on the Stilo products that are available. Um, you did a tremendous job on that on that 25-year history of Rock Island, David. I thought that was a great article. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, there were some other guys that I wanted to kind of get into the article. Some I weren't able to reach, and and, and I basically just ran out of time because uh, the event was coming. So uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we, we got what we got, um, and we got a lot of key, key uh, figures that I believe, you know, at least through the – the what 15 years that I've been going there, these were really key figures of the event. And, and so it was good to kind of hear their thoughts on the event and some current, some past. So that was, it was a good mix there. Uh, Speaking of past winner of rock Island, Mike Geeson, uh, winner of pro open there. I don't believe any other categories. I think just pro open there. He was the uh, focal point of our faces of the grid with uh, penned by uh, Blake hunt, our guest columnist. Uh, got to talk to Mike Geeson about his karting career and and now his his new passion, vintage karting. And yeah, that's right. that's really cool. So and then coming up uh in the next couple of weeks, we got some more product spotlights. We're gonna hit on on some more uh manufacturers and and, and um and other products that are available to the karting market as long as uh as as a new edition of the driver rankings yeah. uh that we hope to come out with uh after Labor Day weekend. So uh, that's your editorial. We've also got a bunch of EKN podcasts coming up. And as we reiterate all the time, the initial way you're going to hear our audio content is through the EKN radio network, either on the downloadable app or on the website at ecardinews.com slash radio. Once that they've run for that week, then David turns around and, and turns them into podcasts. Those are, of course, available on iTunes or Google Play. Make sure you subscribe to the EKN radio network there and all of our podcasts. And recently, David, pre- uh, preparing our last This Week in Carding from April, uh, from August the 1st. Also, the EKN Debrief, our essentially post-race review summary of the Scusa Summer Nats. That's available in podcast form. 
as are the Industry Insider interviews I did with Roger Ruthart for the Rock Island Grand Prix. Perfect timing for that. If you want to get a dial in quickly or you're on the way to the race, uh, Roger Ruthart's interview is available for download, as is the interview I did with Justin Stefani from J3 Competition talking about uh, the Rotex program. So a lot of great podcasts, David, being available now on iTunes and Google Play. And we, we might get this one out Friday, so everybody driving to Rock Island Grand Prix or, or heading up to uh, the cottage for the Labor Day weekend or wherever it is you might be traveling, we'll try and get this one uh, uh, published uh, Friday. I like that. It's a great idea. Uh, upcoming, David, on the EKN Radio Network, though, the only 24-7 uh, radio station developed uh, focused totally on karting. Uh, what do we got coming this week? This week, we're replaying uh, past Rock Island Grand Prix. We had 2011 on Monday. Today, we're playing 2017. We'll probably play this on our radio Wednesday, and then Thursday, we'll have uh, last year's Rock Island Grand Prix playing. I've also got an an interview with Neil Strickland planned to talk about the IKF uh, Sprint Grand Nationals. That's supposedly going to happen tomorrow on Wednesday, so uh, hopefully we'll get that thing dialed in and ready to go as well. We keep talking about doing a, ra- a roundtable discussion. We just have never locked one in. We just, we just, we've just got to do it, David. <laughs> well, Vegas might be a great opportunity to do that because we'll have a lot of figures there. We'll, we'll, we'll have microphones in hand instead of doing this like online s- style. Well, um, the other thing is, David. Like honestly, I, you know, I'm I'm on the road for the next five of the next six weekends. So, come October when. You know, we're essentially home for, I think I'm home for three weekends before, or four weekends before the Supernats. We can probably get a little more done. We'll work on it. If not, Vegas, that's, 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 it's a good fallback. We'll just, we'll Vegas just, works. Yeah. I like, it. I like, it. we'll be doing our EKN live Facebook though on, on Vegas again. We had a lot of fun with that for the bar. That was solid stuff. Well, we'll probably do that at Cup Carts North America as we well will. too, because we got to, we got to trash talk now that we're not on the same team. That's true. We'll definitely do that. That's true. All right, folks, here's what's coming up on the EKN Live program. David, as I said, it's going to be at the Rock Island Grand Prix this weekend, August 31st to the 1st, the 25th edition of this fantastic race, the Rock Island Grand Prix. Two weeks from then, I will be back down in Houston, Texas, New Caney to be exact, at Speed Sports Racing Park for the final round of the 2019 Texas Pro Kart Challenge. That's September 13th, 14th, 15th. EKN Trackside Live, all the live coverage, all the uh, social media, you name it. And, of course, live play-by-play as well. David, that's it. We wrap this one up. We're finished. Finito. Finito. All right, bud. Uh, Enjoy yourself at Rock Island, folks. Enjoy yourself wherever you are right now, wherever you're going racing here this weekend. As as David said, if you're racing, whether you're doing Rock Island or if you're out at the California Rock uh, Championship and and the FKC combined race out there at Cal Speed, wherever you are, race safe. Enjoy yourself. You're heading to the cottage. Enjoy yourself as well. Thank you so much for tuning into the EKN Radio Network. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.